good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and let's get rolling with today's episode. So, this episode may sway a little bit from the full-on Jayhawk talk that we're used to on this Jayhawker Talker podcast, but it's because of all the discussion that's been happening with conference realignment from this past week. I know it's a little bit uh, up in the air still right now, I guess you could say, but it is relevant for KU, the University of Kansas, and how their athletic program could be affected moving forward. So last week, toward the very end of the episode, I brought up the fact that the Big 12 had just announced that uh, Brett Yormark was going to be the brand new Big 12 commissioner. And that is starting officially on August 1st. Uh, Bob Bowlesby is going to be transitioning out this month, the month of July, and your mark is kind of watching and seeing how things are going as he's taken over. And throughout this past week, it's been one heck of a week to be basically just sitting back and watching how things are going. Now, I know your mark is not just sitting back and watching things. He's actively taking part in the discussions because he is going to be taking over quite the overhaul of the Big 12 potentially coming up um, when he takes over in August because there has been quite a bit going on in this past week, like I mentioned to kick off the show at the top. Um, But Brett Yormark, for those of you who didn't hear about that news last week, he is the new Big 12 commissioner, former COO of Rock Nation and of the NBA's Brooklyn Nets. He really took that team to new heights, moved them actually from New Jersey to Brooklyn, and uh, just was quite uh, in the basketball realm was just a name that was really highly thought of and highly regarded. And it, it is his first time in college athletics, so this is kind of a learning curve for him. But from what we've all heard and seen from this past week, people are very impressed with Brett Yormark and what he's been doing with the Big 12, even just behind the scenes in the last week with all these discussions of conference realignment and things that have been going on. Uh, Walking into this shifting landscape that is college athletics is going to be pretty tricky, but it seems like he is up for the task, and we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. But for the time being right now, uh, what we do know is UCLA and USC decide to leave the the Pac-12 for the Big Ten, so that opens the door for expansion. Uh, we all know what happened last year with Oklahoma and Texas. The Big 12 felt a little bit vulnerable, vulnerable at that time, and so what the Big 12 decided to do was expand a little bit. So, of course, the Big 12 bring in BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. They'll be joining the conference in 2023, so just a year away from those four teams joining. That will make it so that the Big 12 once again does have 12 teams. So heading into the future, what your mark is walking into is 12 teams in the Big 12. But the Big 12 is going to need to expand if they're going to want to stay relevant, if they're going to try to keep teams from 
trying or conferences from taking schools away from the Big 12. Let's say, I don't know, the Big 10 comes calling KU. They start knocking on the door asking if KU wants to come join the Big 10. Uh, Come play Nebraska again. You know, in football, that might not be so bad nowadays. It used to be terrible. But uh, KU could actually probably compete with Nebraska right now in football. But anyway, that's a side story. KU could go into Big 12 or Big 10 basketball and be just as much a powerhouse there as they are in the Big 12. Uh, So, yeah, if, if the Big 12 does not expand, there is a high probability that conferences could be asking Kansas to jump ship and jump to their conference just because of their basketball powerhouse alone. Now, football is typically the the calling card for conference realignment, but Kansas has the basketball program that will keep them afloat and have them be in the conversations no matter what is going on inside the Big 12. But We all like Kansas being in the Big 12. We like the rivalries that they have in the Big 12, the ones that are left. We know Nebraska left the conference. Colorado left the conference. Mizzou, the granddaddy rivalry of them all for KU, left the conference for the SEC. But we like tradition. We like tradition. We like to see the old school rivalries. We don't want to see them go away. We like KU versus K-State in the Sunflower Showdown. We don't want to see that go away. There's still a few rivalries that are left. KU-Iowa State in basketball, that's always a fun one. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be something to keep an eye on going into the next couple of weeks into the next month when your mark takes over as commissioner of the Big 12. So the Big 12 right now needs to think about expanding even more. So they're adding BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and University of Central Florida in 2023. The Big 12 will then be back at 12 teams. It's been at 10 teams for a couple of years, but they're going back. They're going to have 12 teams in the Big 12, but they need to get to at least 16 teams. That's where it's at right now with the SEC, with the Big 10, and those those two conferences are going to have 18 teams very, very soon. So what KU needs to do or what KU, what, what the big 12 needs to do to help keep KU in the conference and not jump ship to another conference is they need to expand. And according to CBS sports, Dennis Dodd, the big 12 conference has been in deep discussions to add up to six PAC 12 programs so USC and UCLA jumped ship to big the Big Ten. They're going to be going there in 2024. So after you add these teams in the Big 12, BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF in 2023, then the door could be open to adding some of those Pac-12 teams that are left behind in 2024. And according to Dennis Dodd, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah are the teams that were specifically mentioned being targeted by the Big 12 as of a couple of days ago. This is an ever-moving and ever-flowing topic. So as of this recording, that is the news that we've seen right now. And those would be four good schools to add. That would get the conference up to 16 teams 
and that would be a good start at least. Utah makes a lot of sense because BYU joining the conference, you'd have a natural rival in state there for Utah. Colorado coming back to the Big 12. They've got the roots. They've got the fan base. They've got Denver, a nice market there, a nice television market. Um, Really cool football stadium. They haven't been good at football the last couple of years, maybe even the last decade. They haven't been that great at football, but they have the campus. They have the football uh, stadium. They have what it takes, uh, the scenery. It's just, it's a beautiful place, Boulder, Colorado, but they have what it takes to get recruits there. Getting them back would be great for the conference. Arizona and Arizona State would be more basketball moves, I think. They haven't been that great at football. Arizona State has been better than Arizona at football. But Arizona, they were a one seed last year in the tournament, in the NCAA tournament in basketball. So that would be a nice rivalry there for Kansas if Arizona could get into the Big 12. So if if the Big 12 adds Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah – that would get them to 16. Now, there's also a consideration of the Big 12 adding Oregon and Washington to the conference, which would make it an 18-team league. That would be the largest in the FBS as of this podcast because, like I said, it's an ever-changing environment. Uh, Teams are jumping to the Big 10. Teams are jumping to the SEC. Hopefully, we'll get some teams added to the Big 12 as well. But if you can get to 16, that is, I think, the minimum. I do not think you can stay at 12 teams and remain a power conference in the next 5 to 10 years. I think you're going to have to get at least 16, the minimum, more likely 18. So if they could add Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, plus Oregon and Washington— Again, that would get you a couple pretty big market sizes. You'd get Portland and Seattle um, with Oregon and Washington, so that would be a nice boost. Oregon has a fantastic football environment. Uh, They've got the whole Nike brand there, too, that they could bring into the conference. Uh, I know KU's an Adidas school, so there'd be a natural brand rivalry there with Oregon versus Kansas, and they've had a pretty good basketball team, too. I'm sure all you KU fans remember when Oregon came to the what was then Sprint Center and beat the Jayhawks in the Elite Eight. Uh, KU actually will have a chance to play uh, there at T-Mobile Center. That's what it's uh, now called down in downtown Kansas City. There's going to be a regional hosted there in 2023 for March Madness. So that will be something to keep an eye on uh, for Kansas basketball fans. I'm just kind of going off on a side tangent there, but... Adding Oregon and Washington would be great for the conference to go along with those other schools. Now, if if you get to 18 teams, that's, that's a nice sweet spot because that's where the SEC and that's where the Big Ten are going to be at after, they add, after the Big Ten adds UCLA and USC officially and when Oklahoma and Texas go to the SEC. They're both going to have 18. So what we're going to look at now is what could the Big 12 do to be even better than the Big 10, better than the SEC? Maybe not overall teams better, but just as far as numbers go. So if you add 
Oregon and Washington, you might as well add Oregon State and Washington State. Just bring the Oregon's and Washington's rival schools, in-state rivals, with them to make a 20-team conference. It just makes sense. Be the first conference to get to 20 teams. And you could do a lot of different things there, but to get to 20 teams, that would be sustainable. That would be able to keep the conference together. Nobody's coming to poach KU from the Big 12 if there is 20 teams in the Big 12. The other thought here, now hear me out, is just merge the entire rest of the Pac-12 and the Big 12 together. So, this would be this this would mean that the commissioners from both these conferences would have to sit down and have a man-to-man discussion and put their egos aside and say, "Hey, what's best for both of our conferences? Let's merge. Let's uh let's do a handshake here. Let's do, let's do more than a handshake. Let's get it down on paper. Let's get it signed officially to to figure out that these two conferences can come together so that they will be uh viable for the rest of time as far as the NCAA goes. You never know in this uh, college athletics landscape, but if they add the rest of the Pac-12 teams that are left to the Big 12, that would be 22 schools. They could call themselves the Power 22 Conference, and it would consist of a Western and Eastern Division. So hear me out. The Western Division would be mostly the old Pac-12 schools. You'd get Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Utah, BYU, and Colorado. That would be the Western Conference of the Power 22 Conference. The new Big 12 would be called the Power 22 Conference with the Pac-12 merging with them. And then in the Eastern Division, you'd have your old school Big 12 schools plus some of the new ones that are going to be merging in 2023. So in the Eastern Division in this Power 22 Conference, You'd have Kansas, K-State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, Houston, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and UCF. So that is the Power 22 Conference right there, breaking it down into the Western Division and the Eastern Division. Like I said, the commissioners would have to sit down and have this discussion and not just do a friendly handshake on it. This would have to be a signature, everybody signing on the dotted line, everybody getting down into it because you can't do the gentleman-friendly handshake anymore. That's not possible. We saw what happened with the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the ACC. They had that agreement that they weren't going to do any realignment. Then UCLA and USC joined the other conference. So you don't want to have something like that happen. You want the Big 12 to be viable. And if you can do that by merging every last Pac-12 school with the Big 12 and calling yourselves the Power 22 Conference, I'm all I'm actually all for that. If they wanted to get to be the first conference to have 20 teams, let alone 22, I would definitely be down for that. KU would feel secure in that. KU would not have to be feeling like they need to flirt with other conferences like the Big 10, the ACC. Even the SEC, if they come calling, they're like, hey, you want to come join Mizzou over here in the SEC? No, we won't be flirting with other conferences if you can get 16, more likely 18 teams. Even 20 teams would be ideal. 22 teams is a lot, but 
I think it could work out if you could do that. And it would be quite a powerful conference for basketball at that point. Like we talked about earlier, you got Arizona, you got Arizona State, Oregon coming into the mix. Utah's had a good basketball program. BYU's been good. Of course, they're going to be in the conference next year. Uh, Houston's been a really good basketball school. Cincinnati as well. So KU's going to have a lot of competition coming in in the next couple of years, whether they do a Pac-12 merge or not. Uh, It's going to be an interesting uh, state of affairs here in the next couple of years for sure. But it, it would be great to see an expansion, especially with college athletics not knowing what's happening basically from year to year. Right now it's week to week because of what just happened in the Pac-12. But year to year, anything can change. The college football could be expanded to right now it's a four-team playoff. I've heard rumblings of them wanting to go to an eight-team playoff, maybe a 16-team playoff at some point where they just have power conferences um, essentially in the playoff. And so if if it's going to come down to that, uh, you're going to want to be on steady ground footing-wise with your conference. And the more teams, the better as far as that goes. Now, for basketball, uh, the future of the March Madness tournament with uh, 68 teams, you know, with your play-in game, typically it's been a 64-team tournament, but they started doing the play-in game a couple of years ago. There's been rumors about how that could look if there is going to be power conferences, and KU is not going to be left out of an NCAA tournament. It's just not going to happen. KU is going to be a part of it no matter what. Um, But if your conference is looking weak and not looking like it's going to be one of the premier ones, it's not a good look. So moving forward, I think Brett Yormark, the new commissioner for the Big 12 is actually looking at the basketball side of it, knowing basketball being his bread and butter, coming from a basketball background, albeit the NBA. Uh, he knows what it takes to have a su- successful uh, team in the NBA and a su- successful product behind the scenes, more importantly. So that's what KU likes. They want to be making the most money that they can. They want to be in a conference that's making the money for them. They, that's really what it comes down to. It's, it's all about the money. And even though we don't like that, we want to say it's all about the kids. It's all about the, uh, you know, graduating college and getting through school and everything like that. But we all know for the athletic programs, it's all about the money. So when it comes down to it, they think that your mark can help them move into the future, whatever that might be for the big 12. And if it's expanding, which Right now, it needs to be expanding. That's what it needs to be for the Big 12. I think that they're going to be just fine. I think KU is going to be just fine. They're going to be in a conference that wants to prop them up for basketball because, obviously, defending national champions, they're going to be in the mix every year. Uh, Football, they're going to be making a climb back up. I know people are going to laugh um, at KU football, but KU is going to be on their way back up. And uh, we're going to talk about that next week on the podcast when we're talking about the Big 12 Media Days, which is coming up next week. That will be uh, an exciting couple of days down there in Dallas, Texas. So I know that just to finish off this conference realignment talk, another thing for KU that it could be an advantage 
for both football and basketball is opening up the recruiting door to the West Coast. Now, you don't – I'm trying to think of how to say it. So they can recruit on the West Coast, obviously. But when you have that advantage of saying, hey, we're going to be in your backyard once a year, twice a year, whatever it may be, uh, you can get those recruits a little bit easier. So that's going to help be helpful for football and basketball when they're getting recruits trying to get people in the door if they can expand the conference into the Pac-12 and get that West Coast uh, West Coast timeline, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> as they're trying to get more teams to expand the Big 12. So I think that's going to about do it for today's episode. I know this was more of a general podcast on what's been going on with the Big 12 this last week and with what's happening in college athletics with the landscape of conference realignment. But I know KU fans are very interested in this. There's been rumors about the Big Ten trying to poach KU before the last several years. So just knowing that the Big 12 wants to expand and wants to keep the conference together, wants to make it a viable conference, I think that's just great for KU and for the future of the Jayhawks and their athletic program. So like I said, next week we're going to be talking about Big 12 Media Days, what can be uh, look what we can look forward to for KU football this year. I know it's been a little bit of a rough stretch for the Jayhawks football team, but I think that they can climb their way out of it, and it's going to start this year with the 2022 Kansas Jayhawks. So that's about it for today's episode. You can get at me on Twitter. Let me know what's going on at Jayhawker Talker or at Mark the Overseer. We can keep these conversations going there talk about conference realignment, talk about Jayhawks football, whatever you want to do. Uh, my name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast. This is an affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network and also got some articles up there from this past week uh, talking about conference realignment and all the stuff going on with that. So I did put an article up there about that, heartlandcollegesports.com. You can check the article out there. You can check all the articles out there about what's been going on with conference realignment to stay up to date with everything happening with college athletics, specifically the Big 12. But we'll keep you guys posted, especially with what's coming up with Big 12 Media Days and Big 12 football. So until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.